There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and welcome to another episode of the Richie Rich and Westover Show. Hey, guys. What's going on? We're coming to you live from West Hollywood and Skyping live from Glendale, Arizona. No <laughs> man's <Rich>. land. <laughs> Someone send help. Oh my gosh. Now, what is it like out there? I mean, as far as coming from LA, what is Glendale, Arizona? Oh is it a small it's town? Definitely different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small ish town, but it's weird. It's like, it's like a big city that isn't developed yet. Like, there are football stadiums here, and there are hockey stadiums here. Yeah. And there's, like, hotels abound and, like, abundant shopping, but there's nothing really outside of it. Yeah. That's how I feel about... Phoenix. Yeah, that's how I feel about some of the Midwest. Sounds a little yeah, like the Midwest. It's, it's, it's odd, and the people are definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> well... To put it nicely. It, it is what it is. Right, now, when are you coming back to Hollywood? Three more weeks. Three more so weeks. far, so good. My last date here is February 8th. All right. So I should be right back next to you on the couch. Yes. We can't wait. I cannot wait. I miss everyone. I miss being next to you every week. <laughs> Drinking out of the same bottle of wine. Yeah, exactly. And not alone in my hotel, like oh, a so sad. Uh, so sad. Well, until then, we're just going to keep patching you in uh, because we have important things to do. We have a lot of very important things to talk about, <laughs> including Brazilian vampire bats, Will and Grace, uh, Jamiroquai, Ginger Spice. Oh my god, we just flash back to like the 90s. Uh, we have some nerd news, including some Power Rangers and some Wonder Woman news. And of course, we'll do our Who Do We Hate, Who Do We Love this week. And then we'll wrap a little bow around that with our sex question of the week. Now, Richie Rich, you asked this one. We said, have you ever been naughty in a hot tub or a pool? While, like, <laughs> various other people were present that were not involved. Yes. So that's our, that's a very specific <laughs> sex question <laughs> this week. I feel like most people have a hot tub story, right? Yeah. Uh, I would think. Yeah. We'll, we'll say, well, we'll have to check in on that as, as we go. Because the poll is up now on Twitter. Uh, of course, you can always follow me to find that poll. I'm at Westifer. And um, that'll be up for the next few days as well. As, uh, I'm big, I'm big, I've been doing them for like a week at a time now. So yeah. You can listen to the show. You can think about it. You can hear our stories. And then you can go vote in the poll. <laughs> <laughs> we like to give you something to do. Well, before we get to all of our topics, I wanted to give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, this week and that definitely includes uh, listeners old and new and people who like have participated you know taken the poll responded to the poll giving me a dm or an at uh, reply so one of those is uh, ian carlos and he is uh, or ian carlos i don't know if it's ian or ian i've never actually heard him say his name since uh, he's on twitter but uh, <laughs> he's at I-A-N-X-C-A-R-L-O-S on Twitter. And he's a writer. He uh, works for Geek Out and uh, like used to write for BuzzFeed and all this stuff. So big awesome. shout out there. Yes. Go, go follow him on Twitter and read some of his stuff. Go read his book. And then I have another shout out too. Uh, and this one is an Instagram shout out to Chris... Riley, a.k.a. Captain Lucky. Now, if you uh, know anything about the whole cosplay scene, it, uh, it has, like, its own, you know, kind of stars, and um, he's definitely one of them. I mean, he's a very well-known cosplayer 
who asked mm. me to do a really fun cosplay photo shoot. And we did that like uh, this last week. So I saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Really, really fun. And if you guys want to see the whole thing, uh, we did a naughty Big Bad Wolf and Red Riding Hood. And then we did a sexy, gender-bent Princess Leia. So I was Prince Leo. But I still had the, I still had the big buns. Still had the big buns on the side of my head. <laughs> but if you guys want to see that, you can go to Patreon. Uh, that's where all the... Um, Patreon is this really cool site. I, I'm kind of learning about it. Where basically, like... Artists can create and do some really cool stuff, and then people basically just like become a patron to your page, and then when you release something new, they get to see it. Oh, but, awesome! But you have to pay for it, you know. I mean, and there's different tiers, so you can go to patreon.com forward slash cap c a p lucky, and you can see those. So those are my shout outs. Awesome. Um, I have a shout out. Finally, <laughs> after a long hiatus, I've been over here in Narnia forever, um, doing nothing but slaving away. Um, I made a new Twitter friend. His name is Donnie Russ. He's actually an author, and he's very fun, very handsome. Um, he actually has a series of novellas, like um, novella books, actually. Um, and they're all called A Working Title. So they have really funny, whimsical um, titles, and they end with parentheses, a working title. Like, one of them is called, That Time I Did a Favor for God and Was Almost Buggered to Death by a Demon Dog. <laughs> parentheses, a working title by Donnie Rust. Um, <laughs> he has a shit ton of Twitter followers, like 54,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I happened to come across... Um, Someone had someone had had retweeted him, and I thought it was something really funny. So I commented on it, and we had this little banter back and forth. And he actually messaged me. So we're now Twitter friends, just how you and I met. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So give him a shout out. He's at Donnie Rust on Twitter. And yeah, check him out. So that is my shout out for the week. Oh, I'm looking at him now. Yes, he has a little uh, black and white profile picture. And mm-hmm. his bio says he's a yeah, he, likable douche. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like my kind of guy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. All right, well, we are going to get to it then and hit up some of our topics. Now, up front, I didn't tell you about this one before we started recording. Normally, we have you know, our uh, very, very serious pre um, meeting to the show <laughs> and uh, go over our notes. <laughs> Basically, that's when we like open the wine and stuff. That's why it's so important. But pretty much, I'm like downloading Skype yeah. and <laughs> but, my password. But when we were going over our notes and we, and we were talking about the different things, you know, for topics this week, I didn't mention this one. Okay, so you know that really famous play, uh, The Diary of Anne Frank, and that book, and uh, everything surrounding that, which some people have questioned if um, it's a fictionalized account, or if it's real, or what have you. Yeah. Researchers found, uh, or who were uh, excavating the remains of one of the most notorious Nazi death camps, uncovered a pendant that appears identical to the one uh, belonging to Anne Frank. Oh, shit. So, yeah, they feel that they've actually can conclusively, which I had always thought it was a real story. But, you know, in today's age, people try to change history and mm-hmm. something like that becomes a fictitious story. And then suddenly the number of people who, do, oh, that was probably exaggerated. And then, you, you know what I mean? Like the, the, yeah. the, the longer it goes and the longer it goes through history, you can start to push those things and make them almost not facts anymore, not real. So I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of an important find. And if you don't know yeah. the, if you don't know the the diary of Anne Frank, definitely a very intriguing read. It is just her diary. But they also um have made it into plays and stuff like that. So go get yourself educated on Anne Frank. Um <laughs> speaking of strong women um, the Women's March took place this past 
uh, weekend. Actually, it just took place yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you out marching, Richie Rich? I, I was not, but my very good friend Stephanie actually was. She flew from L.A. Mm-hmm. to go march. And she's still oh, there wow. today. She's been Snapchatting and tweeting wow. and Facebooking all about it. Oh, that's awesome. And, and she's an amazing, amazing person. Actually, she was my boss for about three weeks or so <laughs> before she left us. And we just always kind of kept yeah. In contact, and she's just amazing, an amazing individual. So yeah, she was there marching with everyone yeah. else. Well, LA had its own march, uh, one that eclipsed what they thought was going to turn out. They thought maybe like eighty thousand people might turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like seventy, like seven hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> That's insane. Awesome. Huge. Like apparently, every woman in Los Angeles, is like, yeah, I'm gonna go to this march. So wow, um, quite a turnout. It is, in fact. By uh, most accounts so far, of course, it's hard to get a totally accurate count, but uh, it is uh, the largest rally in U.S. history. So definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah. Well, it shows you that um, people still want to make sure that their voice is being heard. They want to make sure that they're, you know, being represented. And and mm-hmm. that's important. So they should be. God love you for getting out there and, and marching. I actually uh, did not go either. <laughs> I totally support it. Um, but I had to, you know, I had to work. Girl, I had to work. Um, I, yeah, I had class to teach and all that stuff, so... I unfortunately didn't, didn't get to go out, but I, I was looking through a lot of the photos and, you know, all the stuff on Facebook and Twitter. There were a lot of pictures and videos and things like that. So very impressive numbers, you know, to see those photos of all those people out there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you go, girls. <laughs> um, okay, I have one more thing up front before we get to Celebrity Shade. Uh, I told you about this in our meeting notes. The va- Brazil in Brazil, they have vampire bats. Now, vampire bats do feed off the blood of mammals, but usually it's like cattle or you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, apparently they have started flying into people's windows and feeding off of humans. They've got a taste for the flesh. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that is not acceptable. Keep your windows closed, everyone. Okay. No, that is not. Mm-mm. Bats are freaky enough. damned if I am. Okay, first of all, I don't give a fuck what kind of bat it is. Mm-hmm. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, okay. I, Bats and kangaroos. Yeah, no. Y'all can mm-mm, go away. Mm-mm. Like nope, I'm not. I'm not here for rats with wings. They, I have nothing. There's nothing fascinating about them at all. Funny story. I almost killed myself seeing <laughs> a bat for the first time. God. I, yes, I was like 1920 or so. I had my own apartment, and I was leaving my apartment to go to work, and. So I'm leaving, I open my door, and I happen to glance up to where the little, like, light fixture is on the outside of the, um, of my apartment, and I saw what I thought was a leaf. Oh, God. They are small. Yeah, they're little. Yes. And they can be. So I'm, like, thinking, well, how the fuck is that leaf just, like, chilling on the side of the wall? That's weird. <laughs> so Ew. I go up to get a closer <gasps> look. Oh. It's a... Goddamn yeah. that sleeping. No. Not okay. And there's, like, maybe a good four feet between my door and the slight balcony area that I had in front of my door. I stumbled so hard I almost fell off of the balcony. Oh, my God. Because it freaked me out so badly. Scared to death. Yeah, so fuck a bat, and Holy fuck shit. a bat that fucking is going to try to suck my blood, uh-uh. Mm-mm. 
No, thank you. Well, I'm from originally from the Midwest, so I had I've seen bats many times. I can remember them flying around at night when I was a kid. And then people, I don't know if it's true or if people were just teasing me because I've always had a thing about my hair, but they would tell me that bats get caught in your hair. Yeah, I've always heard that. Okay, that's okay. I, mean, I, thought, I always thought people were just fucking with me. Um, no. But, so I had seen them, of course, a lot growing up, but I remember one time specifically, I was in high school, and it was like broad daylight, and there was just a bat in the school. Somehow I got in the school, and like way, way, way up, you know, on one of the high ceilings. They're fucking nocturnal. What the hell was it doing in the mid in the daylight? It was just hanging out up there, and our science teacher was like, "Ugh, just trying to get a net and get it," because everyone was scared of it. And he just had like no reaction to the fact that it was a bat whatsoever. I was like, "Oh my god, Mr. Nisa, such a badass." Um, all right, well, that took us down memory lane, and yeah, I hope their vampire bats will not come to the West Coast, because I cannot handle that. Mm-mm. I can't deal. Nope. No. Uh, let's move on to Celebrity Shade. Yay! Yay. This is the part where we talk shit about celebrities. I That's actually don't have anything too bad to say about our first topic Although, I never really watched the show, <laughs> was Will and Grace is making a comeback. Now, they originally did something pre-election. People got really excited about it, and there was a rumor they were doing a 10-episode reunion. And then Deborah Messing was like, no, that's not happening. But now, it is actually happening. Yay! <laughs> So I've actually been watching some old episodes of Will and Grace because I never really used to watch the show. I, I think I might have watched some from season one and two. Yeah, I just never, way. it like, just I was, never. Like, I thought it was a good show, but I never kept up with it. Yeah, you know, it's like, eh, I watched it, but here and there, like it just wasn't a thing. So anyway. I, I mainly because I thought Will was kind of boring and I thought Grace was just crazy and annoying. So I was just there for Karen. Uh, yeah. It really could have been, it really could have just been a show about her and it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's happening on, I think it's happening on NBC, but it's only going to be 10 episodes. So who knows what will come of that, whether they'll do a whole new, you know, Series of miniseries or whatever. We'll see. Again, Karen and her much deserved spinoff. Yes, that's what needs to happen. Just have a whole Karen show spin off of this. Perfect. <laughs> I'd be totally down for that. All right, so let's jump into our time machines and go back to a time when, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Things were fun. There was hope in the world. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's, uh, yeah, go back to like the like 90s for our next couple <laughs> topics. Uh, this week, uh, big news was that Ginger Spice had a baby. Mm-hmm. And for a second one, I believe. Yes, and it reminded the world that Ginger Spice and the Spice Girls are still a thing. They're mm-hmm. not going to have a reunion anytime soon. They just recently did something for the Olympics, I think, right? Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, they were in the Olympics, yeah. um, and there have been rumors swirling, they were going to get, get back together. Mel B actually was on the talk show The Real recently, like last week, um, and said that they are not ruling out a reunion, however, with everyone's schedules, and everyone being moms and business yeah. women and whatnot separately, it's very hard to get together. They're just so busy. Well, I had no idea what Ginger Spice was up to, but apparently she was knocked up. So, good for her. I didn't know that either. I came across that today out of nowhere, and I was like, what? Okay. Um, isn't Ginger... How old is Ginger Spice? She's the one that left. That's actually the funny part, is that she was the most popular Spice Girl at the time. Yeah. And her leaving the group was like this huge scandal and all this stuff. 
And now she's like the least remembered one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, she's only 44, so yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess because maybe she's continued to be a thing in the UK, but I don't think here in America we really think about her very much. Pretty much kind of like did their own things and were very big in the UK. Yeah. Um, But like Mel B has been on some shows here in the US. She was on America's Yeah, like Got everyone Talent. knows Victoria. And, yeah, <laughs> Victoria, of course, because of David. They're like big mm-hmm. celebs out here. So, yeah, well, you know. Anyway, yay for her baby. In other <laughs> very 90s news, Jamiroquai is coming back. The band released a, uh, like, t- as a total surprise, <laughs> their new album, uh, Tomaton is due in March, and they're going to be touring for the first time in, like, six years. So... Six? What? <laughs> which I'm like, really? They were still touring? Wow. My six are, six are, like, 26. <laughs> uh, I think it meant to say 26. But apparently they are... Uh, they released this little teaser video, and it had some cool music on it, and the album's going to drop in March as they say so oh well good for them I only remember that one yeah I only remember that one song that they had the like virtual insanity yeah they had that and they had one called oh god I'm gonna fuck the pedal um it's something heat I think it was cold heat Mm. it was something heat I don't know it was like it was the one. lesser of the two singles, but everyone knows Virtual Insanity because of that damn video. Yes. Where it was extra trippy and extra big budget for back then. Right. And very creative, actually. It was. Because Everything was, like, floating thought, around and moving. The whole yeah, set moved. Everyone thought that the floor was moving, but it turns out the walls were actually moving in that video. <laughs> Which is, I mean, if you see the video, you know exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Again, it is really weird because it, it looks like the floor... And the furniture is moving around, but it's actually the walls apparently are, are moving. Some little to trick. Give the effect, some little camera trick. Now we just do it with yeah. CGI. Exactly. Like, now now it'd be a multi million dollar video <laughs> instead of some little camera trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, we shall see what they have in store for us, I guess, in March. The video looked kind of cool. It didn't, you know, really give much away. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, then. I could have put this in nerd news. But I'm not going to try to go through the whole explanation. So that doesn't put it in the nerd category. Suffice it to say, there's a theory going around on the internet that everything in the Pixar movies is connected. That all of the Pixar films, Mm -hmm. everything from Brave to Monsters, Inc. to Toy Story to Cars, all of that is intertwined and related. So if you have any interest go look that up it's very weird i have no idea how they came up with this theory people have way too much time in their hands people they're do very, have they're way nerdier than us a lot of time on their hands but um you know if you like the pixar movies i just watched toy story 3 again this week and that's how i for some reason i think while i was watching it i was like wait is that good. pixar or dreamworks I'm, I get it's so pixar with the two well, okay yeah I mean, the Pixar studio has its own whole little, you know, brand okay. of movies and everything. I so. get the two confused all the time. Yeah. That makes sense. And yes, they are connected-ish. Well, I don't know. This like, theory is really out connected. there. I know that there's always a... I, don't, I rarely even watch these damn movies, but I know that there's always a hint to a future movie in the current movie. Um, well, and I think there's also some things here and there of, like, other films, too. Like, sometimes the toys will be of, like, past movies or, yeah, you know, I, little yeah. stuff like that. So they just kind of sprinkle that in there, and it gets fans going. Mm-hmm. Well, something that will get people going hopefully uh, going on a boycott of A Dog's Purpose, the movie, is footage that has leaked of them filming this scene with 
a real life dog that they're forcing into these rapid waters and the dog is like literally scared for its life and is just trying so hard to get away from this whole situation and like eventually they plunk it in the water and then it like goes yep. underwater and yep. it gets sucked right under the water and then the handlers meanwhile someone is screaming to get the shot get the shot yeah <laughs> now granted this was in a controlled pool where the turbo engines were making the waters you know go like that but all that wind and all that like the i mean clearly the dog had no control of what was happening to it and oh my god it's horrible i i really hope people avoid this movie because that is not how in the in, in the land of cgi that we live in why couldn't they just you know seriously yeah, everything is they could have put that dog in a little green basket and bobbed it up and down a little green screen and done whatever the fuck they wanted and instead yep. they actually threw this fucking dog into the water and just let it plunk right under yep the dog All lived the, shot. the dog lived hopefully the movie dies in theaters. I think the movie's gonna die. I mean, they've canceled the press conferences. They've canceled. They've canceled all the junkets. They've canceled the premiere, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and people have been really getting behind not seeing this movie now, as well as other movies. And I guess that there is um, a website, and I can't remember what it's called right now, but. Um, dedicated to movies where animal abuse has been um oh like documented in some way um yeah yeah, that's interesting damn it where's that intern get us that uh website right you know you guys can google it but yeah if you haven't seen the footage and uh i think tmz has it but uh a dog's purpose let's just hope that i wonder if they'll even if they cancel the premiere, I wonder if they're going to just, like, pull it. Mm, I think it'll still be released. I just think it'll just be one of those quietly released situations yeah. and it'll be in and out of theaters very, very quickly. Boo! All right, well, let's lighten things up then with uh, one of my favorite topics. Nerd news! Yay! Yay, nerd news. Well, lo and behold, to everyone's shock and surprise, Deadpool, the probably most like juvenile, um, violent uh, superhero movie, uh, lots of sex, lots of, um, you know, bad words being thrown around, you know, just everything, mm-hmm. everything is actually a contender this award season it is up i think both for director and it might be for writing as well like a comedy as for like a comedy mm-hmm. so that's kind of a surprise it's now a dark horse in the award season i'm so down for it that makes I me really excited do you know how many rejection letters they got from fox <laughs> i think it was like 18 oh, or yeah. something i Love it. Deadpool is my superhero spirit animal. Like he's me as a superhero, and I'm 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 down for winning every single award it could possibly win. It just it amazes me. Like the story of Deadpool is everyone in Hollywood. No, this movie's too different. No one will ever go see it. it we can't. We're not going to do this. Deadpool becomes a hit because it's so different from everything else, mm-hmm. and everyone loves it. Yep. It's just like, and the fact you guys, that it makes on. fun of every other exactly. superhero movie. The beginning credits is, is very, very sarcastic. And oh, completely. Says, yeah, the like, whole thing the is very... The yeah. movie, the writers. Yeah. And here comes this person that gets paid too much money to do what they do. And even throughout the movie, he's yeah. talking about 
random superhero movie cliche. It's like, oh, he's going to do a superhero drop. Oh, yep. And he did the superhero drop. <laughs> yeah, it is. In that way, it was very fun and, and very clever and very self-aware. It broke the fourth wall and, you know, did all these mm-hmm. things that those movies aren't supposed to do. You know, now you're not supposed to have an R rating. You're not supposed to have, you know, profanity and all that stuff. So pretty awesome. It does make me wonder, even though obviously Wonder Woman will not be anything like that, it does make me, given that obviously they're willing to look at these movies, if Wonder Woman really pulls out the Greek mythology and is as kind of epic as I'm hoping it is, I wonder (laughs) if it could be up for some awards. That'd be great since it's female-led. Yes. Let's make that happen. All right, well, you had some fun news uh, this week because you're our go-to Power Rangers guy. So the Power Rangers full trailer finally came out this week, and... Yes, it did. Well, what's People went fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they did. Yes, well, like, I've, I've talked about this a little bit before, but... Everyone has been kind of weary about the Power Rangers situation because weird things have been happening with their marketing, with how they've been releasing things. I mean, the fact the movie comes out March 24th and we just barely got a full trailer is very, very different from normal Hollywood standards. Um, but yeah, it came out. Not only that, they've been most things about the movie have been released via toys yeah so the costumes and the morpher and the zords these are the giant robots that form their other bigger giant robot to <laughs> fight the monsters have all been released via toys and you know that toys don't really do a very good representation of what something's gonna look like via film right so everyone's been like what the fuck yeah. is this fans are on that. edge what happened? I said the fans are on edge. Yes. Not only that, but the Zords don't resemble some of the animals that yeah. they're supposed to. Like, there are extra legs sometimes, and it's Well, you can't have weird. it all. Yeah, so this trailer came out of nowhere, just as everyone was like, where the fuck is the trailer at? This movie's about to be released. And blew everyone's minds away. There was comedy. There was a note of seriousness. There were the Zords. There yeah. were the Megazord. Zordon, who was <laughs> leader, was finally revealed, who's Brian Cranston, who was awesome. Yeah. Um, Alpha 5, the little robot, was revealed. Um, all these things that everyone has been questioning and really kind of second-guessing were all revealed in this 2-minute and 24-second trailer. Oh, yay. And apparently everyone's faith has been restored in this movie. (sighs) Including mine. I watched the trailer like four or five times, which I never, ever do. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That was just the sound of me. Yeah. Uh, that was just the sound of me unscrewing my uh, wine cap and uh, <laughs> opening a new bottle and pouring a glass of wine. Don't mind me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I actually didn't see the trailer, so I'm glad it looks good and you're happy with it. So I know yeah, we'll be uh, seeing that when it comes out. So all the geeks can calm down. It's going to be fine. Yes, it's not a state of emergency. The movie's going to be good. Yeah. And. Surprisingly, a lot of people who didn't really grow up with Power Rangers or don't really care were like, you know what? This movie looks really, really entertaining. (laughs) I really want to see it. Oh, I think it'll be fun, you know. And hopefully, like you said, the people who didn't kind of grow up with it will get a, like, bring a bunch of new, like, fresh people into it. So that'll be... Yeah, and they switch up the roles and... Because there was this big rumor that they cast the certain rangers based on their races, like the Black Ranger was black, and oh, the Yellow yeah. Ranger was, was oh, Asian. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah, um, which actually wasn't the case at all, because the original Yellow Ranger was actually Latin. But um, 
this actually kind of pokes fun at it because there's a scene in the trailer where they fall into this water and they're like, hey, look, we're glowing. And now the Blue Ranger is black and the Black Ranger is Asian. And they're like, yeah, we're glowing, we're glowing. And the guy says, yeah, I'm black. And the black guy says, what? He's like, I'm black. He's like, no, no, you're not. He's like, no, I am. <laughs> it was a very cute comedic moment. <laughs> Cute. So yeah, so that'll be coming out March yeah. 24th. All right, guys. I'm well, very much looking forward to it. Yeah, go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it already. One more item for nerd news, and this is a little sad. Pete Marston, the son of Wonder Woman creators, uh, died this week. Mm. He was, I think, in his. 80s so he definitely lives a good life remember wonder woman's been around for 75 years so uh <laughs> you know <laughs> um <laughs> it's had its run. yeah he's lived a very good life he is the one who built the wonder woman museum mm-hmm. and his daughter christine actually still runs like all the fan stuff so wonder woman is still very much a, a family affair all, all the way on down the line to their, um, you know, their, their granddaughter, who's still still there for uh-huh. the fans, still runs a Facebook page, still interacts with the fans, posts pictures, all this stuff. They just made a video of all of the uh, like people in the Wonder Woman costumes and stuff. So, that's pretty cool. But sad. It's sad, awesome. Sad to lose, sad. Uh, awesome. you know, someone like that. But... Um, you know, the, the tradition carries on, so. R.I.P. Pete. Well, that brings us to the end of our topics. Uh oh. And you know what that means. I know it's time for Who Do We Hate? Who Do We Love? This week. <laughs> you can start. I think I started last week. Yeah, I think you started the uh, last couple of weeks because I didn't have one and I was thinking of one while you were doing yours. But this week, yeah, but this week I have one, in fact it's not one, it's several, or two that I can think of right off the top of my head. I am sick of and hating Netflix remakes of like classic shit, like The Little Prince and Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. And oh yeah, that looked horrible. I'm sure there's it. stuff I'm missing, but I watched The Little Prince. I don't know what they decided to do with that story, but they destroyed <laughs> the entire meaning behind that story. They might as well have just like just made a different story entirely than where they read that book at some point because they just completely ripped out the whole perp like meaning of that whole story, which is by the way a very 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 strange children's story. Um, <laughs> and then the the Lemony Snicket thing we watched the first few of them and it is so boring number one it looked horrible oh my god stylistically it looks cool but it is so boring it, ha- it is so far there's only like six episodes I think I don't think there's anything that isn't in the first movie or that movie that came out a long time ago with Jim Carrey Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, it just seems so unnecessary. So unlike The Little Prince, they didn't really change much at all. And it's still, I mean, except, you know, make it a little longer, put more detail into it, which made it even bo- more boring. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, Netflix, stop. Just continue to do the new programming, you know. Mm-hmm. Give us Stranger Things, give us Sense8, give us new stuff. Don't re- broke, don't, fix it. don't remake the old stuff. Ugh, God. All right. Well, what do you hate this week, Richie Rich? <laughs> I hate people who like to tell other people what to put on their social media. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that this week, but yeah. the whole political situation going on, which we won't really get into. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of this political BS is stupid and blah, 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 blah. When did Facebook become a platform for political expression? 
Meanwhile, these same people are posting a gazillion pictures of their dogs 24-7. Yeah. Or them and their boyfriends slash girlfriends. And I'm just like, I... Who cares what you do, what you do with your social media? It's your own personal platform to promote whatever you want to promote. Right. I mean, and as much as I don't care to see a bunch of Donald Trump posts, I also don't care to see a bunch of why is everyone posting a bunch of Donald Trump post posts. Right. But I'm like, just everyone can have their own lane, and if I don't like something on my newsfeed, I can just scroll on by. Yeah. So, and that's just my advice to those people who seem to hate when people post things that just annoy them. Yeah, they have reason. to. They have to constantly be a referee. Like, oh, here, here's the rules of Facebook. Like, no, I can do whatever I want. It's my fucking page. Yeah, and like the rule is just to scroll on by, really. It's not like you have someone in your living room talking to you that you can't get rid of. It's easy to ignore things online. It just is. You keep on scrolling. Yeah. So who do you love this week? Well, I love The Real O'Neills. It is such a cute show. It's, well, it's a sitcom, but it doesn't have a laugh track. It doesn't even try to have a laugh track so I like that very much so but it is a oh god I forget what network it's on but it's one of the major three networks and it might even be ABC and uh, it's this very Catholic family they're very religious and like he goes to a Catholic school and he comes out in like the first episode of the show and it's very very funny and they they're, they're able to deal with the topics at hand and make fun of it as well and the star of the show is also not only he's gay on the show but he's also an openly gay actor and this past week in the latest episode it opened with this dance number and the lead character was singing and dancing and it was actually really good so nice. if you haven't seen the real O'Neills, get into it. It's my love of the week. That is awesome. What about you, Richie Rich? Who do you love? My love actually isn't a who, it's a what. Um, I mean, the love quotient went up a little bit before we started recording this podcast because apparently there's a rattle whenever yeah. I have them on. But I stumbled upon these headphones called Your Buds, Why You Are Buds. Um, so I needed a new pair of headphones because the ones I'm currently using, one of them shorted out, one of the buds did. Yeah. And they're Bluetooth, and I'm kind of over Bluetooth headphones because the sound just isn't as comparable as actual wired headphones. Yeah. Um, and it's the whole recharging them situation, yada, yada, yada. So I wanted a pair of good, solid, wired headphones. These are only $30. And they have a very interesting feature. They don't fall out of your ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have a very differently shaped earpiece that kind of locks into your eardrum. Oh. Yeah, and they never hurt. They never feel uncomfortable. That's part of their branding. They don't fall out of your ears. They're sweat resistant and waterproof for the most part. So you can run with them, jog with them, work out with them, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a commercial up in here I know right I'm, I'm not going to wait for this oddly enough <laughs> they're not sponsoring us they need like to you. send you some buds I'm like if you'd like to feel free yeah, to sponsor us yeah they need to send you some I know and you couldn't you ended up not being able to use them because they were uh, picking up too much sound yes um, they are I was a little apprehensive because I like a lot of loud volume in my ear when I have technology <laughs> yeah and I was worried that Love they up. weren't going to deliver, being that they were such a lower price point. Mm-hmm. But no, they're actually they're better sound quality than my Beats that I had for a while. That yeah. Actually, ended up fucking up. Um, Hi, Kitty. Hey, Kitty. She has to make a cameo at some point. Yeah, now. of course, of course. And she comes in. Yeah. So my love. <laughs> my love for the week is your buds. Awesome. They're awesome. You can find them at. 
uh, Best Buy, Target. Um, they're really cool packaging, and if for some reason the the inserts that they give you hurt your ears, they don't fit them correctly. You can actually email them and send a picture of your ear. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and they'll send you a a free pair. What? Of earbuds that lock into the headphones that should fit your ear correctly, which I wow. think is amazing because typically when you buy a product, yeah, once you purchase it, that's the end. They're of like, the ha, ha, we got you. Well, uh, that's cool. Um, and then that leads us to our very last topic. Our sex question of the week. Yay. <laughs> uh, have you ever gotten busy in a hot tub with other people there? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's check in on Twitter real quick. Uh, All right. Take what did the fans say? Yeah. Take a sip. And so far, oh, actually, it's doing pretty well so far. Currently, 63% have said yes, either on the slide or openly. Oh. And then 37% have said no, the bathing suit stays on. <laughs> Boring. So that's that. But in the lead is yes. So there you go. All right. Our our audience is making my heart feel good. (laughs) Among other things. Yeah, exactly. Well, what about you, Richie Rich? Have you ever uh, put on a show in a hot tub? I have. um, A couple of times. One instance was actually on the sly. I had met this guy with a group of friends and a friend of ours had a hot tub and we were all in it. And he was in the actual hot tub. I was on one of the stairs. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. And he was kind of had his arms around my thighs and my feet kind of ventured down below. Yeah. And some fooling around kind of happened. Another time, I was in Vegas with my then-boyfriend, and we were both just fucked up, as you always are in Vegas. I mean, I, it's Vegas. what happens. We, yeah. we were at the Aria Hotel. They had some gay function going on because we were gay pool party detectives yeah. at the time. And we were so messed up that we just kind of gave everyone a show at, like, 1 p.m. There you go. That a girl. The Aria in Vegas. Yeah. On a Sunday, the Lord's Day. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? I know it's a yes. Well, last week, if you recall, I told a story about a hot tub. Yes. Although, and everyone in the hot tub ended up having sex, so that's not quite the same as the question. The question is very detailed. Uh, And yes. For sure. In fact, <laughs> I was just telling my friend Dan uh, on Twitter, I was like, God, which story should I tell? So, one time, speaking of hotels, why is it always in a hotel, hot tub or jacuzzi or something? It's where because these you things feel happen. like no one knows you there. Right? And I think it's the same reason why, and I don't know if you're like this. Or if it's just me, but whenever I'm driving through like a different city, I tend to speed and do things I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> do in my own city. Uh, I feel like, eh, whatever. It's like, eh, like, fuck it. So and yeah, I, think that that's I mean, it's like no one knows me here. True. Whatever. True. Yeah, they'll, they'll never see me again. I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Well, yes. Yeah, so it was at a at a hotel uh, hot tub. And I had was having a lovely conversation with uh, these two friends that I had just met. And they were just like buddies and they were sitting on either side of me. And one of them kind of ended up putting his hand on my leg. And the other one kind of ended up putting his hand on my other leg. 
Oh. And so just for fun, I kind of just put my knees together so their hands just for touch. Fun. Just for fun. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, well, this is this will be entertaining. And I tell you what, <laughs> I tell you what, those boys did not miss a beat. It was like they were thinking as one person. It was pretty amazing. So <laughs> I had one on my left, one on my right. So my hands were busy. And then right. the both of them were doing just such a masterful job. They really had that team worked down. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Was the job completed? <laughs> Um, later on in the evening, yes. Oh, okay. This is a party yeah. situation. This is a miniseries. Right, right. But the hot tub was interesting because we were actually having a full-on conversation with other people in the hot tub at the time. But there were so many bubbles oh. going and, you know, things just going on that, you know, you could just kind of feel around and play around and no one knows really the wiser mm-hmm. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> That we know of. <laughs> wah, wah, what a whore. Ah, <sighs> well, that was fun. That brings us to the end. <laughs> you sound a little hot about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the end of another episode. Before we go. If you guys haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. That way, every week you can get us as soon as we upload the latest episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And we tell you what, you leave a five-star review, and we will say anything that you put in the comments. We'll put that on the next episode. I don't care if it's a plug for your website or your... Twitter or your Instagram. We don't. We don't care. We really don't. We don't care if you put us down. (laughs) Call us names. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Abuse us. Animal noises. We'll Mm. deal with them on air. We might like that. So please, please, please subscribe. (laughs) Subscribe. Review. Share. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.